just me bearing other headlines. You make enemies doing that, they don't yeah. like you anymore. Do you, do you do you find that do you find that you have like a way of writing jokes or or something that works specifically for you? Because I know that's something that comics you know comics all have a different way of coming up with material. Yeah. What is what is your way? Do you have a formula that works for you? Or I, I do have a formula, and I think we're gonna try it out actually. Because what I do is I I don't really write like I don't sit there and have like a structure of the way I write my jokes. What I do is I come up with premises, and then I will go on stage ah. or just kind of. Tell people, my friends, could you listen to me? And then we will build a joke together. Yes. I mean, what happens is someone will give me like uh, – and a lot of times I won't use that specific idea, but someone will show something like, okay, what if you do this, which I'm going to do right now actually because okay. I want to try this actually because I do have a – I've been doing a bunch of sets this week, and there's three jokes that I've been working on, two actually that I, I want to do. When you come up with the premise – you just kind of go out there and say it, and you try to help it out. So I got a joke about aliens. I've always wanted a UFO joke, and I've written like five in the past, and they've all sucked. Right. So this is the only one where I thought I came up with a really good premise. So I'm going to throw it out there. And then well, you got a, we you got a microphone right there, but we actually do have a stage here. Um, we do. With, with the We're microphone set up. Um, well, you might as well just – there you go. That sounds like a wonderful idea, Mr. Monet. I'll be delighted to come. And Mr. Boynton, do you speak for him as well? Mr. Boynton has been spoken for many times. The trouble is he doesn't answer. Oh, you mean about tonight. Yes, Mr. Monet, I feel sure I can speak for Mr. Boynton. Oh, fine. I'll be leaving then. I'll walk you to the door, Mr. Monet. Oh, my address is uh, 9066 Sean Drive. Try to get there before 10. And I'm sure that as my students say, we will have a ball. <laughs> Until tonight, then, Miss Brooks. Stay in the groove. Oh, Natch, Mr. Monet, Natch. And Mr. Monet. Yes? Don't take any wooden pranks. Our Miss Brooks, starring Eve Arden, will return in just a moment. But first, here is Vern Smith. Ladies, regardless of age, skin type, or previous beauty care, doctors prove you too may win a lovelier complexion with palm olive soap. But to win this lovelier complexion, the kind men admire and women envy, you must stop improper cleansing. Instead, use palm olive soap the way doctors advise. Remember, 36 doctors, leading skin specialists, advise 1,285 women, many with complexion problems, to use palm olive this way. Some have dry skin, some oily, some coarse-looking. Using palm olive soap alone, two out of three one lovelier complexions. Now, here's what the doctors advise. Wash your face with palm olive soap. Massaging for one minute with palm olive soft lather. This cleansing massage brings your skin palm olive's full beautifying effect. Rinse. Do this three times a day for 14 days. It's that simple. But doctors have proved this way, using nothing but palm olive, really works. So forget other beauty care. Use palm olive soap alone for a lovelier complexion. For loveliness all over, use big, thrifty bath-sized palm olive in your tub or shower. After Mr. Monet left, I tried to get Mr. Boynton on the phone to tell him about the invitation. But ours is a party line, a four-party line to be exact, and every time I picked up the receiver, it was in use. Always careful not to lose my temper, I sat by the phone and drummed lightly on the top of the table until my five fingernails were impaled in the mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> then I tried it once more. And if you're listening to Mutiny Radio, you've made a great choice because they're still filming this cool thing. Yay! So we're on chat.
doing here, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to demoralize them. To demoralize them and I'll show them how well this smells like I didn't even have that smell. Right. This oh, isn't yeah. in your pieces. Right. I don't see why you even back it up. This isn't in there. Okay, I'm gonna have to get out of here. Hello, going and doing this job and you know, okay. Talking to him, can I just yeah, like, say it? Okay, cool. Just stay here. Trying to be, he's trying, trying to do to the day job. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. That, that's that's, that's yeah. my motivation. Like, there's no way you're gonna be able to make that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know you. I, I've seen you working for you. Can't respond. I can say it. I'm gonna start off with the process, and then you mentioned yeah, the jokes. Okay. Oh, is that what we're doing? Yeah, I'm gonna start process off. Process through jokes again? No, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna Got it. Okay. And I just walk out and do the stage yeah. stuff. Yeah, so here's the thing, Kabir, like one of the things that I get asked a lot from other comics and really just like normal, you know, audience members in general yeah. uh, is about the process for, for actually coming up with the material. Do you have a process for your material? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a structure on how I'm going to write stuff. Uh, what I do is I come up with premises, and then what I'll do is just I'll just randomly just kind of go hit up the open mics, throw them out there, see what comes up at the top of my head. Um, and then, you know, other comedians, you know, in the community will kind of help you out. Uh, and, and stuff like that. Sometimes it could be like brainstorming when yeah, you're talking about tagging yeah. and stuff like that. Well, once you get the premise, you can kind of go up there and figure out what you want to do, and then you, once you say it out loud, you kind of hear it and kind of right. figure it out. It's it's better than just a pen and pencil, uh, uh, a, a pen and paper, because you don't you just you don't hear it. You know I mean, it's saying? interesting because that's usually the that's that's the conventional method. People want right. to sit down, quiet place, yeah. don't want to be interrupted. I need to put my thoughts right, right. onto the pad. But you're saying that you're really just coming up with the premise right. and then making it making it grow from there. Exactly, like I'm gonna. Go. I'm gonna do this right now. There's like two jokes that I want to try out that I've been that I've been working on okay. mentally. But um, you know, you're just gonna go out there and do it. But most com too many comedians are afraid of going up there and just vomit and just coming up with ideas. That's the whole point of this. Though. That's real. That's real. So, so, so it, and you can actually help me write this joke. I want to be a part I, of this. I will walk you through the joke, and then I will also tell you where I need help with. All right, take your take your bits. Right. Hit that stage that we got set up at the front of the room, and uh, and then we'll go from there. Kabir Singh. Wow, I didn't I didn't think we were gonna get a chance to see uh, Kabir Singh live in action. Actually, actually doing, being a part of the process, I'm excited by this. Come up with a premise, and then you just throw it out there and figure it out. Like, um, Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. Kabir oh, Singh. Yeah, 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 coming to the stage, it's this it's guy. It looks like the same uh, attendance as, uh, as my usual shows, actually. <laughs> I feel very good about this. Um, like, so I had this joke. I've always wanted to, uh, 
I've always wanted to write a, a joke about aliens, which is uh, kind of weird. But like, yeah. Mm. Improv, yeah. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back to the to the bedding. All right, we'll do the processing and then we'll do we do the processing about. again, or do I just say, all right, let's do this? Okay. <laughs> so, right. got it. All right, let's go do this. Let's do it, man. Let's rock it out. I get a chance to actually be a part of your process here, which is going to be fun for me, because. Yeah, because this is basically brainstorming right now. Yeah, it is brainstorming. It, you know, you don't have the whole the whole joke, but you can do it in front of other funny people and they'll help you of out. Of course, ladies and gentlemen, Kabir Singh. All right, so uh, I've always wanted to write a joke about aliens, so I thought this would be funny. Uh, my worst fear in life is to be abducted by UFOs. Mm. Uh, not because I'm afraid of aliens. I don't care about aliens. I'll slap them in the face. Uh, what, what I don't want to do is be the uh, representative because when you get abducted by aliens, they're going to ask you questions about what's going on there, and I'll, I'll ruin it for all of us. I'm not a smart person, <laughs> right? So I'm pretty sure, like, the alien, like, what would be one of the things an alien would ask? Uh, yeah, what do you eat? Yeah, so I was thinking, like, what would you probably, yes, eat, that's a good one. Eat, there you that's go. Why it's it's working. Necessary. Process is working. I would say, like, I would be a really bad representative for Earth because I'm pretty sure the alien would be like, uh, who's the leader? And I'd probably be like, uh, it could be you if you play your cards right. Right. <laughs> Let's go downstairs and take over the world. You got weapons, right? Right. Uh, something weird like that. Like food is another good incorporate, one. Incorporate. You can incorporate since you're since you're gonna abandon your species. You can incorporate some sort of like gentrification of it all. Like you're gonna be a the, the aliens are gonna gentrify Earth. And it's gonna be a lot of alien hipsters walking around here, little mustaches, little unicycles, something like that. Just something like that. It could be like well, we're all one down here. Right. Uh, and also maybe incorporate something funny. Be like, is LeBron James one of you guys? <laughs> He plays for the Monstars from, right. from Space Jam. There you go. Something weird like that. And here's the other joke that I think I have down. I'll try it out. It's, uh, is that uh, I do have a girlfriend now, and uh, her best friend uh, is a gay dude who sent her a dick pic, ah. which is weird, right? Uh, and he claims it's an accident. But first of all, I don't think he's gay. I think he's straight. He's trying to hook up with my girlfriend. Number two, <laughs> uh, it's really hard to accidentally send a dick pic. There's a lot of steps to send a dick pic, right? You've got to grab your phone, turn your phone on. <laughs> that's pretty much <laughs> what we're trying to work on over there. And you can tell you can tell when the guy is insecure with his dick pic because oh. he'll always put like something next to it to show the scale oh, to see right. so, so you can see exactly how he's big it is. Ruler, right? Yeah, Anything like but a ruler. like he'll probably put like a roll of nickels next to it, and just just so you understand that he's working with something. That's right. It's, it's, it's a, his battery. It's the secure dudes. The what secure dudes are the ones that just point the camera down and click. That's Those are right. the secure guys. The insecure. And that's how you do. So see, we just came up with some stuff right there. And I'm right. Like, write it down now. I love the aliens one. If 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 the guy has a bunch of stuff in the backdrop of his dick pic, he's yeah. very insecure, and he wants to he wants to distract you from what's really going on. That's right. And make you see the it's backdrop like, or something. It's like a hotel with miniature shampoo and stuff. <laughs> right. Like, you know, just hanging out at Target. That's not Target. He's got the sir. New York skyline behind his dick for some odd reason. That's the Hyatt. Yes. Okay. I see that. I, uh, this you is the process. You want to do so? That's basically my process. What I'll do is I'll hit up the open mic just like I did. Right. It annoys some people, but who gives a shit? Who cares? <laughs> you know, it's like, this is the way I do it. They already paid their money you know, anyways. Laugh. Yeah. You're already getting paid at the end of the night. It doesn't matter. Exactly. So that's the best I like that. for me to write. I like so Kabir, Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. That's Give it up. Yeah, there we go. Really, huh? <laughs> nice I'll give you a one-man applause. Yeah, a I know. A golf clap. A little golf clap. So so this is, okay, now this time you did it, um, 
on stage. Like right. you're actually on stage. I don't yep. know if that's typically how you do it, but I understand the concept behind right, this right. though. It's about bringing a premise to the forefront and then building off that. I like that. Right. This is like very organic. How do you do it when you're not actually on a stage talking to you know somebody who's like right in front of you, like critiquing you? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 tough. Like, what I'll do is I'll just annoy my friends and start open micing it with them. Sometimes. With your buddies, you're just oh, hanging yeah. out with your buddies. Oh, I do that with my mom all the time. Oh, she ah. hates it. She's like, why don't you come back when the jokes are good, please? That'd be okay. <laughs> right. I am not a test dummy. And I'm like, mom, you, you gotta. This is gold. Um, but no, really, listen. There's no excuse to not hit mics, man. I mean, yeah. really, any city. I mean, you could be anywhere and you could hit up a mic. So really, it is best to go on stage and just throw those out there. I mean, do people kind of, do, especially your comedy friends, I yeah. can imagine, do they kind of call you out on that? Like, dude, don't open mic me right, right now. Right, right, right. Oh, oh, like, well, do, like, do, do your friends ever say that? Or? I do it with my friends. But Who have no idea what's going on. Oh, yeah, dude. I'll they, just, just, like, they just think you're being extremely clever yeah. and very witty. And yeah. oh, that, oh, that Kabir, he's always got a snapper. I was going to be at my cousin's <laughs> birthday party. He's like 15. So Trump, huh? Have you seen this guy? He's like, please, uncle. Oh man! My birthday. That's incredible, man. I, I'm Get your kids over here. You guys want to hear a comedy show? I'm di well, what's actually what's the youngest what's the youngest crowd that, that you've ever done? I mean, have you ever done oh a show like specifically for kids? I've done Indian weddings where they won't even tell me there's kids. Oh my god, those wow. are the worst shows ever. I did like an Indian reception once, and I show up, and it's just literally like eight, seven-year-olds to. Four-year-olds maybe just circling around me and dancing. Yes. While I'm doing my set. While you're doing your bit. While people are eating. While I'm contemplating why I didn't go to law school. Right. <laughs> this is so much. This is the worst <laughs> experience ever. I mean, is that the worst setup oh, for a comedy show? Oh, it's the worst. And then when I do actual comedy shows where it is all ages, I mean, those can be fun because nobody yeah. in their right mind's coming there. But when you start doing these private gigs where it just could be like young ass kids over there, it's crazy. Yeah. This, th there's my, my thing about comedy shows is I, I hate to sound you know like like I'm being uh, petty but yeah. it, it's a, it's a, a lot about the setup like if you have for example you've done you know shows at a bar before or at a restaurant right, right. or something like that um, where they're trying to put a, put on a comedy show but they just don't have the elements around the right. comedy in, in in order you know TVs yeah. are on you got music playing in the background you got the bar facing that way and yeah. the stage facing that way I mean what do you do what do you do when you have a situation where you can't get everybody's attention? Yeah. But you're supposed to do 25 minutes of comedy. You know, at that point, you just have to focus on the five people that are watching. I mean, there's nothing you can do. I mean, if they're literally not going to pay attention to you, right. uh, it's never going to be 100% of the crowd not paying attention to you. Do you just get louder? You could. Uh, it depends how much you care about the show. Right. When you do <laughs> right. it, <laughs> when you're headlining 30 shows a month, you're just sitting there like, this one could slide. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did real good yesterday. These people don't want it. We're not giving it to them. But, like, even when they're not paying attention, you just pick out the four or five that are paying attention and yeah. open mic and do some new stuff and stuff like that. But, I mean, you know, it also depends if you're getting paid or not. I mean, you – they depend on you to do well. I mean, how many bar shows do you have? You're getting paid like what, hundred bucks a show? Up I mean, yeah, if, if that'd be that's nice when they can shoot you a nice hundred dollars yeah. for a bar show. And that's nice. Yeah, 20, 30 minutes yeah. up there, and you're like, you know, they're not paying attention. You're like, I should probably try to get their attention. What's your What's yeah. your take on uh, the probably the one thing that uh, I would say scares people? Nah, I mean, no, that's cool. We can just we just skip that. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. You guys want to do that first, or? Goddamn. So I'll, I'll wrap it up, ask if you got any show, what shows you got coming up. 
No, no I, say, oh, oh. I guess I don't even need to say that right yeah, now. I think we just wrap it I'm up. Cheating, I'm cheating like a real podcast. Um, oh. Wait, you mentioned what would that, the, the, the hustle and the whole Jay Rich thing. Barbara, yeah. after say that, I'm going to go Jay Rich and play yeah, somebody. Yeah, yeah. I mentioned that. You just say, what are you doing up next? Yeah. Just say, what I'll are you doing I'll wrap it up, next? and then I'll ask you, what are you up to? It's like, well, we're going to Oakland to pick up Jay Rich to go uh, to his side hustle. Say hi. We're not saying side hustle. We're going to go do uh, his day job. His day job. That's another word. Yeah. I'll just go be like, yeah, we're going to go to his day job. He's a barber. It's going to be crazy. I'm going to cut some hair. Okay. And then you could give, like, a quick opinion on what you think, how is he think we're doing. Okay. Could be supportive on the radio. And yeah. Right and when then it's really, done. yeah. Be supportive on the radio, and then right when it's done, it's like, Talk yo, shit. bro, I, you, you, you're not going to And then I'll wrap it up, and then we'll do our thing. Well, Kabir, it's uh, it's been a blast, man. It's been a while since we had a chance to really like sit down and chop it up like this, man. And always I'm, a pleasure. I'm always happy for your success. I'm always in your corner, man. And I, I know I'm gonna catch you at the microphone and stuff like that. But you know, you just keep on rocking your thing, keep Thank on doing you, your man. thing, man. I appreciate it, man, and congratulations on the radio show, man. We'll I appreciate that. I appreciate. It. We're gonna work. We're gonna do more of this more often, man, because I always love uh, your vibes and I love your energy, man. But yeah, uh, what do you what are you up to for the rest of the day? Well, we're off to uh, you know Jay Rich, the yeah. other uh, an amazing comedian. His uh, his day job, he's a barber. Really? He's a barber in Oakland. Okay. So, so uh, we're going to go spend the day with him at work. Uh, and then um, I think he's going to try to get me to cut some hair, man. I'm, I think I'm going uh, to be good at it. But Maybe you, I'll find another passion. You know what, though? I think you I think you will be also. Because the thing is, like, people love a, a barber with a good personality. You're yeah. Obviously, you're a funny guy. Like, oh, you're going to entertain you. them. You're going to entertain them. They're going to be looking forward to uh, having their hair cut by Kabir Singh. I think it's going to be fun. I, you're gonna I fit feel in. bad for the people that are going to get the haircut. Nah, no. But I'm excited. I'm going to see what it's like, you know, because it's, it's not all cutting hairs. I know he has got a, uh, a strenuous job. So it's going to see. I'm going to be excited at to try it out. Maybe watch a YouTube video on uh, on fades oh, before, yeah. before, you, before you get down there. We have no time for that now. That, that should have been done Just do a that, week man. ago. Kabir, I really appreciate you, man. Again, thank you, brother, for coming on, man. Thank you, You Rudy. have been all uh, had a chance to listen to the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh here on the Rare Formcast with Rudy Ortiz. Once again, thank you guys all for tuning in. You guys have a great day. Take it easy. Thank you, man. Oh, man. Man, uh, I got to tell you, man, you know, I, you know I believe in you. Yeah. And and you know we go back and stuff. Um but this 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 day job thing, man, it's 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 not going to work. Yeah. It's not it's not going to work, man. Uh, you you you're you're not ready Listen. for this. You know, this is a lot of work. You already put in all these miles onto your brain and yeah. everything. It's you're not going to be able to do this, man. This is not for you. It's not for you. How hard is cutting hair? <sighs> I think you're going to be in for a rude awakening. Well, we'll see, sir. We'll see. We'll see about that, man. We'll see. So, Take it easy, man. All Good right. luck. Good luck with everything. Take care, buddy. All right. Talk to you soon. All right. <laughs> do not even do, do not do a speech, man. Just go straight up and just right. say. It's not gonna work. All right. Just say uh, shorter. Job, just do Much shorter. All right. Got gotcha. you. Not gonna work. And gotcha. can I say how hard is cutting hair? Could that be a good thing going back to the show? Okay. Five lines, dude. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll see you later on tonight. Yeah, yeah. So what do you have to do? Like, before our show tonight, Yeah. I, well, I'm going to go to Jay Rich's thing, so I'll make that clear on that All right, one. Cool. All righty. At the end, yeah. I'll do it quicker. I'll do it much quicker. Oh, yeah. yeah. Say something homophobic. <laughs> be like, mm. We need to sell this. All right, I got you. <laughs> I got you. Guys ready? Go. Well, uh, Kabir, man, we spent like two hours together for the first time in a long time, man. I really appreciate you coming through today, man. I've, I've had a blast. What are you up to for the rest of the day? Uh, that was a blast, man. Uh, well, we're going to be heading over to uh, to Jay Rich. You know Jay Rich, amazing comedian. Of course, um, of course. He's a barber, so we're going to go to his barber shop in Oakland. Wow. We're going to spend a day in his shoes, and then I'm going to be able to cut some hair. So you're going uh, you're to cut a little bit of hair. Yeah, so I don't okay. know if I'm going to survive tonight. Okay. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm excited. We're going to go see uh, how he does his job and 
It's gonna be exciting, and then we have the big show tonight. Man. We do, we're man. So we're gonna up. we're gonna hook up later on tonight. Absolutely. I want you to I want you to let me know what the whole barber shop experience was like for you. Oh, I'm, I will. I'm yeah. sure you're gonna do great, man. You got a great personality, and people love a happy barber. So well, I think you're gonna you. be good, man. Thank for having again, me. Again, brother, I appreciate it, man. Once again, you guys have been listening to Kabir Singh right here on the Rare Formcast with Rudy Ortiz. Thank you for tuning in. You guys take it easy. Barbershop thing, man. It's not. It's not gonna work for you. It's not gonna work for you. You're. Uh, you're not cut out for it. How hard? Well, you're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. All right. You let me know tonight, man. See you tonight, baby. All right, brother. Take it easy. I'll see you soon, man. Take care. All right. Some responses. Can they just talk other things? I can just same thing, right? Like the same thing we just did. What was that? First one was alien. Second one was dick pics. Okay. Same idea. First one, first one was good. Let's see what the second one is. Well, you know, you just got to remind people, you got to remind people that the more stuff that you add to the dick pic in the background, the yeah. more insecure the man actually is. Oh, see, like if he's got a roll of quarters or something to show the scale from whatever it is that he's holding to his penis, that's because he's he's unsure about his self. You know, the, the, the secure guys just look, the, take the camera and then right. point down and click. Those are the secure guys. Triple A batteries. Nothing going on. Yeah, exactly. There's it's just there, there's no other things to compare it to in a secure dick pic. Exactly. So remember that. I like it. They always use travel size stuff too, the toothpaste and stuff like right. that. Right. Like this is Target. I'm like, that's not Target. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I like that. So I could add that. Stuff. It's about brainstorming. We're brainstorming. So again, man, I, I always find that the best way to do it is when you say it out loud with yourself. You hear it, and then other people can uh, help you up. And that's kind of the. Problem. I dig that. So just until he comes in, we're we're going all the way to the point where he comes in and sits down. Okay. remember how I, I was, it was like a minute almost a minute before he came in okay 
What up, world? Welcome to the Rare Form cast with your host, Rudy Ortiz, and my special guest today, who will be in studio pretty soon, the one and only. What's going on, world? Welcome to the Rare Formcast with your host, Rudy Ortiz, and my special guest who will be in studio pretty soon, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh, comic extraordinaire. The guy's been everywhere. You've seen him on Comedy Central. He's actually just recently uh, done some writing for Family Guy. I mean, the guy's blowing up. I've known Kabir for almost, uh, I want to say, eight or nine years now. Known him ever since the open mic days over at Tommy T's back in Pleasanton, for those of you who know the, the scene. That, that's when they used to have karaoke right after comedy. It was usually funnier after the comedy show was over because of the karaoke. So we're going to be talking a lot about sports, a lot about politics, uh, a lot about comedy. Actually, we're only going to be talking about sports and comedy. No politics today. We're going to keep that in the uh, on the other side. But uh, my man Kabir is going to let us uh, into his career, let us know what he's up to, what he's been, what he's got going on. And uh, actually, I think I just hear him coming in right now. Of course, Kabir, fashionably late, fashionably late as always. My man knows how to make an entrance, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh. What's, What's up? What's going on, brother? How you doing, man? Good. Been a while, brother. Nice. Right on, man. Welcome. Welcome to the Rare Formcast. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Do it one more time. Okay. All right, and actually, I think I hear him walking in now. Is that the oh okay? My bad. Yeah. Yeah. So we will have Kabir Singh in studio very soon. My man knows how to make an entrance. I've known him for years. He's always been like that. And as a matter of fact, I think I hear him walking in right now. There he goes, the one and only Mr. Kabir Singh. What's up, man? Making an entrance as always. Treating me like it's your court date. I dig it. I like that. No problem, my man. Welcome, welcome to the Rare Formcast. The one and only Mr. Kabir Singh, ladies and gentlemen. I see you rooted, man. Right on. What's the like the extent of the usage here? Is it like one person it, who does a podcast or multiple podcasts? Um, or? Some people do like it. Oh, okay,
Yeah, so yeah, which is kinda cool though. I like I like the idea of like having a cool space like this. kid um i used to really be into rap music oh, okay. so i used to write a lot of rap music and what i did like from like the ages of like 19 to like 26 i recorded a lot of rap music oh okay so i think maybe that's where it kind of developed you right. know what i'm saying i didn't really get into comedy until like i was about 24 25 oh, okay so well i think maybe that's where it all I recorded a lot of rap music. Oh, okay. So I think maybe that's where it kind of developed. You know right. what I'm saying? I didn't really get into comedy until like I was about 24, 25. Oh, okay. So well, I think maybe that's where it all it all started off. Right, with. right. Because it's like it's that ability too, right? Where you're just like, I got 30 seconds. I'm just gonna keep going. Right. It's almost like stream of consciousness, but it's all connected. Yeah, and you want it to work. You don't want it to yeah. sound crazy. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? You want it to actually work. Yeah, it's pretty wild, man. It's impressive. It's but it's like, it's one of those, it's one of those things though that it's like I, I think it, that really helps out for comedy. Because sometimes when you're up there and you're bombing, yeah, like you have to make it. Yeah, if it's not gonna like, be funny, you gotta at least be interesting. Yeah, you know? so yeah, you, can't yeah. Just be st you literally can't just be standing there just looking blank. You yeah, know? yeah, so yeah. It kind of it's kind of like survival survival tactic. <laughs> What's your name again, bro? I'm Ben. Ben, right on. Ben. Are you gonna be there on Sunday? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, thank you again, Sam. Oh yeah, you bet. I'll see you around. Yeah.
check. Radio. Perfect. Radio, 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 radio. I got in here. Where's the mate gonna be? Bruno Street, down by the train yards. I'll draw you a map. Setup's the same. Car pulls up and honks a couple of times in an alley down there. Who's handling the bike? A big man. Don't waste any time. When is it? Tonight. We went back to the office and met with Sergeants Barr and Jacobson. 8 p.m. Ben and I took up our positions on the stakeout along with the rest of the men. We had a clear view of the exact location where the buy was to be made. We waited. 10 p.m. 11 p.m. No one showed. Midnight came and went. 1.30 a.m. Still no sign. At 18 minutes of 2, we spotted the man carrying a shopping bag emerge from behind a row of freight cars near the end of the rail yard. He made his way across the street to the alley. He stood back in the shadows. As soon as the car gets in the alley, we pull up and block it, huh? Yeah, that's right. Beck will do the same thing down at the other end. Headlights coming in the alley. Wait a minute. No. No, they're going on through. What's the time now? Four minutes to two. We waited. Eighteen minutes passed. Still no sign of the car that, according to Childs, was supposed to be there for the big buy. We could still see the figure of a man with a shopping bag huddled in the alley. 3 a.m. Joe. Yeah. Car down there in the alley. Yeah. That's it. You want to start up? Yep. Just enough to block the alley. Uh huh. That's good. All right, come on, let's go. Come on. All right, kill your engine and get out of the car. Joe, look out! Get him out of there. Yeah. Come on. There's three of them. Yeah. Here's the guy with the shopping bag. All right, I got it. Christ, not them cold. Yeah. That's one. Easy there. Yeah. Pull right over there, will you? Yeah. Get his coat off of that. I got it. Okay. That's it. That's it. All three of them. Yeah. Hey. Hey, look at this, Joe. Found one of them in this guy's hand. Tin can, huh? Mm-hmm. Full of marijuana. Did you look at the labels on those cans? Yeah. Fancy, solid, packed tomatoes. There he is, the big tomato. The story you have just heard was true. Only the names were changed to protect the innocent. On October 3rd, trial was held in Superior Court, Department 89, City and County of Los Angeles, State of California. In a moment, the results of that trial. Stanson, alias the Big Tomato, along with his associates in the narcotic gang, was tried and convicted for violating the State Narcotic Act. He received sentences as prescribed by law and are now serving their terms in the state penitentiary. You have just heard Dragnet, a series of authentic cases from official files. Technical advice comes from the Office of Chief of Police, W.H. Parker, Los Angeles Police Department.
Rocket Dog Rescue is a Bay Area organization that works to save dogs from death at overcrowded shelters and put them into happy homes. If you're looking to adopt or have some extra cash you feel like donating, go to rocketdogrescue.org. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-D-O-G-R-E-S-C-U-E dot O-R-G. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio.
Welcome to the world of Giant Gnome Productions. Find out more online at giantgnome.com. And now, our feature presentation. Emily, where were you? Oh, I couldn't see anything, so I stuck around to the side to get a better look at the pod. Now look, you can't go running off like that. This is a very serious situation. There are guns, bombs, mines, grenades, mustard gas, not to mention aliens. Aliens? I don't think they're aliens, Doc. What do you mean they're not aliens? Well, of course, you are the expert, but I did get a closer look at the pod than you did. And? And the marking on the craft said HMS Hague. Whatever that thing is, it's British. British? What a British craft be doing travelling in non-space? They never developed the technology. And more importantly, what would they be doing back here in 1917? Should we go back and try to get in the pod? I don't think there's anyone in it right now, at least no one I could see. No, too dangerous. Besides, we have to get back to the TARDIS before someone notices. Notices what? Turn around very slowly, with your hands up in the air. If you make one wrong move, I'll shoot you both where you stand. You, sit over there on the cot. Both of you. Keep your hands where I can see them. There seems to be some sort of mistake here. We're on your side. Is that so? Yes, of course. We're both British in case you can't tell. Call me suspicious, but when I see a young woman and a strange man is just strange. in very odd-looking civilian clothing, just wandering around no man's land, in the middle of a big push, I tend to take notice. Odd-looking? Really? Do I look that out of place? I was just telling Emily earlier that the one thing I can never get right is the clothing. Stop chattering and start explaining. Or you'll both be shot as German spies. German spies? Well, that's the last straw. Look, I've let you push us around long enough. We're trying to help you. You have no idea what's going on out there. And what do you do? You interrupt us in the middle of our work, drag us back here at gunpoint, and now you accuse us of being Germans? What I think my partner here is trying to say is that we're here on a very special reconnaissance mission for the British government. If you don't believe me, we have credentials. They're in my jacket pocket. I'll get them. You just keep your hands up. Inside left. There you go. That should explain everything. What do you think you're doing? Psychic paper. Oh, my. Uh, special operations. 